Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. You may have heard the story of a group who was touring through the Holy Land led by an experienced guide. And during their trip, the guide pointed out shepherds watching over their flocks on the hills outside of Jerusalem. The guide noted how the shepherds were always out front, leading the sheep on paths where they could follow, guiding the sheep to places where they could find food and drink, protecting the sheep, providing for the sheep, caring for the sheep. Then one day, the group noticed a flock of sheep with the man behind them, driving them forward with a stick. And when the group pointed this out to the guide, he said, oh, that's not the shepherd, that's the butcher. In contrast to the butcher, the thieves and the bandits who steal and kill and destroy. Our good shepherd, Jesus, leads us on the right paths, restores and heals us, guides us in the way of goodness and mercy and grace, gives us eternal and abundant life. As Jesus shares in our gospel reading from John 10, Jesus offers this teaching after he has healed a man who was born blind, restored sight to him. This has taken place in the city of Jerusalem, and it has sparked a heated debate about who exactly Jesus is and who has given him the authority to do and say what he's doing and saying. And in the midst of this debate, Jesus says, I am the gate for the sheep, and I am the good shepherd. These are two of the I am statements of Jesus throughout the Gospel of John, in which Jesus not only helps his listeners understand who he is and what he has come to do, but also in which he declares his divinity. I am, in the Hebrew language, is the sacred name of God, the name the Lord gave to the prophet Moses. I am who I am, Yahweh. In using this name for himself, Jesus declares that he is the Lord, the God who made us and loves us in the flesh, joined with us in our humanity, the embodiment of God, our creator, who gives life. In describing himself as the good shepherd, Jesus is using an example from the everyday lives of the people to whom he first spoke these words. Think today of the good farmer or gardener the good civic leader or manager, the good parent or teacher, someone responsible for the care of others. 
Jesus' first listeners in an agrarian society where sheep were plentiful and commonly encountered would have known what shepherds did for their sheep. Shepherds stayed with their sheep night and day, 24-7. They never left their sheep alone. The Hebrew word for shepherd, roah, also means to associate with, to accompany, to befriend. The Latin word for shepherd is pastor. Shepherds would use their staff to gently nudge along or pull back in the right direction, the sheep guiding them to green pastures and clean, fresh water where they could eat and drink. They would use their rod, a club made of wood, to defend the sheep from predators like thieves and bandits and wolves. They would care for the sheep if they became ill or injured. They would provide for the sheep, making sure that they weren't in need, that they had enough to eat and drink. They would guide the sheep on the right path for their health and well-being. And so shepherd is a common image throughout Scripture for the leader of God's people. Moses, who God called to lead the people out of slavery in Egypt, was a shepherd. David, the king who led the kingdoms of Israel and Judah, was a shepherd. The promised Messiah, the descendant of David, is described throughout the Old Testament as a shepherd. And shepherd is an image used throughout Scripture for the Lord himself. As David, king, shepherd, poet, musician, writes in the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. Using this lovely metaphor to declare that the Lord does for us what a good shepherd does for the sheep. The Lord stays with us night and day, 24-7. He never leaves us alone. Even as we walk through the darkest valleys, even as we go through the most challenging times in our lives, he is right there beside us. And so we need not fear. The Lord, our shepherd, defends us from all that would ultimately do us harm. Our lives are secure now and forever in his steady, loving hands. And in his presence, in his word and example, in his community, the Lord continues to guide us on the right paths for our health and well-being, restores us body, mind, and soul, leads us in the way of goodness and mercy, and grace. During my pastoral internship in Sierra Vista, Arizona, I had the opportunity to participate in an annual ecumenical Blessing of the Vines service at Sonoida Vineyards in Elgin. And after that service, I was chatting with Father Greg, one of the priests at a local Catholic church, and he shared that in his professional life, before he was a priest, he was a shepherd. And he described how shepherds would physically inspect each one of their sheep every day to make sure they were healthy. And so, indeed, shepherds knew their sheep, 
And those sheep knew their shepherds. They would come when their shepherds called them, recognizing their shepherd's voice. And they would follow where their shepherd led them. In contrast to, as Father Greg noted, and as Jesus mentions, how sheep respond to people they don't know. They don't listen to or follow strangers because they don't know them. In contrast, as Jesus continues, to the hired hands who run away when the wolves come because the sheep don't belong to them and they don't care what happens to the sheep. In contrast to the thieves and bandits who steal and kill and destroy. In the context in which Jesus speaks these words, it's likely that thieves and bandits and hired hands refers to the religious authorities who are opposing Jesus, who after Jesus restores sight to a man who was born blind, don't see the life-giving miracle this is, but rather reject Jesus and the man he healed, who should be leading the people in the way of goodness and mercy and grace, but are instead blinded by their own desire for power and their misguided interpretation of the law. And so they are leading people astray. They are not caring for the people as they should, but rather exploiting them. They sacrificed the sheep for themselves. Jesus sacrificed himself for the sheep. In the time and place of Jesus, and still in some places today, Shepherds gather the sheep together for the night in a sheepfold, a sheep pen, an enclosure that can be made of stones or thorn brushes or branches. And then the shepherd lays down to sleep at the entrance of the sheepfold. Essentially, the shepherd becomes the gate for the sheep physically placing themselves between the sheep in the fold and anything outside of the fold that would want to come in and do them harm. Jesus, the gate for the sheep, the good shepherd, the savior of the world, did not run away when the wolves came. He allowed himself to be arrested and tried and sentenced to death. He laid down his life when he died on the cross, and he took his life up again when he rose again and walked out of the tomb. And in doing so, Jesus placed himself between us and anything that would or could ultimately do us harm. He set us free from the power of death. He opened for us the way to eternal life. He gives us abundant life now and forever. And he gathers us together in the beloved community of his sheepfold. A sheepfold that has a whole lot of sheep. As Jesus continues to his listeners, I have other sheep who do not belong to this fold. Now, for Jesus' first 
listeners, most of whom were Jewish. This likely for them referred to the Gentiles. Everyone who was, by definition, not Jewish, who did not have the law, who did not follow the commandments, who ate and dressed and behaved in ways that strict adherence of the Jewish law, like the religious authorities, found completely unacceptable. And so they viewed Gentiles as not God's people outside of the circle of God's care, not sheep in God's sheepfold. It took the teaching and example of Jesus, the powerful work of the Holy Spirit, the insistence of the Apostle Paul and others, and a heated debate at the Council of Jerusalem for the early church to understand that, yes, in Christ, Gentiles, too, are God's people. To appreciate that no one is outside of the circle of God's care. That Jesus is the good shepherd for all the sheep. As Jesus says, one flock, one shepherd. We see this lived out in the early church as recounted in Acts 2. After Jesus ascended into heaven, going back to God the Father and preparing a place for us there in glory. After the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit empowered the disciples to boldly proclaim the good news of life, abundant and eternal, in the risen Jesus Christ. As the gospel spread from Jerusalem to the surrounding regions of Judea and Samaria and out to the known world, a wide diversity of people gathered together to do what the church has been doing from that time to this, what we are doing right now. Gathered together to share the word of the Lord, to celebrate the Lord's goodness to us, to pray together to the Lord, to share together the Lord's meal, to do together the good work of the Lord and help people in need. We are gathered together to know Christ, and we are sent out to make Christ known. After Jesus says, I am the gate for the sheep, whoever enters by me will be saved. He continues, and the sheep will come in and go out and find pasture. Sheep don't just stay in the sheepfold where it's safe and comfortable. Sheep go out to find pasture, to graze the green fields and drink the fresh waters and walk through the open spaces. They have to do so in order to survive and thrive. And when Jesus describes himself as the good shepherd, he says, my sheep hear my voice and I lead them out and they follow me. And when Jesus says, I have other sheep, who do not belong to this fold, he is inviting us to expand our understanding of who God's people are, to appreciate that indeed no one is outside of the circle of God's care, 
that there is one good shepherd, Jesus Christ, and his sheepfold might be much larger than we might imagine. And so as you come in and go out of this sacred time together, I invite you to remember the Lord is your shepherd. Find time every day to listen for his voice. Picture yourself in his steady, loving hands. And so walk through all the darkest valleys of life in this broken world without fear, knowing he is with you. Grow in relationship with him, in prayer, in reading the Gospels, in regular worship together, in spending time with our fellow sheep, and reaching out to sheep in other folds. I invite you to keep in heart and mind, Jesus is the gate for the sheep, the good shepherd, the savior of the world, who gives us eternal and abundant life, who calls us each by name to follow where he leads, who gathers us together to know him better, and who sends us out so that others can know him better too. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.